There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. We are always happy to have you on the podcast. And if you want to get a weekly newsletter from Ryan and I, which why would you not, that has degree-free news sources, jobs, and cool stuff that we find that we think you'll like, you are going to want to run over, don't walk, to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter and sign up for that so you get it delivered to your inbox once a week. Yep, absolutely. And uh, let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about how to find jobs that are not posted on job boards. Ooh. A lot of the job market is filled informally. It's anywhere between like 40% to 80%. People get real whipped up about this too. Depending on... They'll, they'll tell you this isn't true, but... Depending on whatever surveys are out there. And so a lot of these jobs are getting filled before they even hit a job board, before they even hit a job listing. And so where we find those jobs that aren't listed on job sites. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So kind of just to jump right into it. The first thing is everyone is looking for jobs in the same place. Everyone's looking on Indeed, LinkedIn, Monster, Monster, name another job board. I mean, there you and it's easy. That's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crowded, but it's crowded because it's easy. Mm-hmm. If you're looking in those places, so is everybody else. They're easy to get to. They're easy to save jobs. They're easy to apply. And it's not to say that you shouldn't be looking in those places. Like you should. But that's not the only place that you can look. And it's not to say that if you see on LinkedIn that there's 129 applicants, that's not to say that you can't get the job. You still can. But it might be a little easier if you were able to find something that's not on a job board. Go where there's less people. And there's only one applicant. Mm-hmm. And that's you. The way I think about it is think about uh, hikes or lookout spots on vacations or whatever that uh, have nice views, right? If there's one that's 100 feet from the edge of the trees and you can see this beautiful view, a lot of people are going to go to it, right? But if there's one that takes about an hour hike into, there's going to be a lot less people there. Awesome view though, you know? And that's that's kind of how I think about it. If uh, you let everybody else go look at the 100 foot view and you just go past them, it's possible that you're the only one looking at that view. And so I did want to just mention that we all know, or maybe you don't know, but it takes a lot of applications in order to get an interview or even to get hired, right? It's a hundred applications to one interview. Yes. We know it sucks guys, but that's just how it is. So yes, (laughs) you should be still on these places. Indeed, LinkedIn, Monster, whatever. You should still be on these places, but alongside those efforts, What if you could find these hidden vacation spots that you're talking about or find these hidden jobs another way? And so it's not to say that we're going to be doing this in lieu of kind of hitting that, spamming that apply button. Mm -hmm, To get your numbers up. But you're going to be doing it in conjunction, in tandem with those efforts. When we say hidden too, it's not hidden so much as just not obvious even too. Right. They're just on the, they just live on a website and they're not necessarily living on a job board and you have to find them. Not, not all of them. That's not necessarily all of them. What we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But some of them. 
So let's kind of just jump into the first one. The first one is going to be asking or alerting your network. And this is probably the most powerful because you're actually asking a known entity. You are a known entity and they are a known entity as well. It can be as simple as sending out a text. It could be simple as sending out a LinkedIn message or making a post on social media. A lot of people don't want, especially if you have a job already, you don't want your current employer knowing that you're fishing for a job. Yeah. So you might not want to put a social media post out there, but a simple call or text message saying, hey, I'm looking for work in our field if they're in your field or I'm looking for work in this field. I've seen um, because of the because of the tech layoffs the last few weeks, I have seen a flood of this on LinkedIn. Um, a ton of people immediately after they get laid off, they just turn around to LinkedIn and they or, or Twitter and they say, "Hey, I lost my job. I'm open for work." And they don't even they don't even submit their full resume. They just say they're bullet pointing themselves, which is pretty amazing. And they're just saying this is, I can start work this day. And there are recruiters, there, there are people getting jobs in the comment. They're getting jobs in the comments. It's pretty wild, actually. It's, it's pretty interesting to see. So the good thing about asking your network is that we're assuming that this person knows you or knows your ability and they can vouch for it. And if they don't fully vouch for it, at least they can make an introduction. Hey, John, this is James. James, this is John. John does this. James, you're hiring for that. Here you go. Thank you very much. And that in and of itself is huge because now James doesn't have to go and look anymore. You've just arrived. You've just arrived from a known, from a known source of his. And he's like, okay, well he put his stamp on him. So all right, I guess I'll give him the time of day. And you know what? I actually just I actually just got asked this. I I had completely forgotten about this, but um uh there's a role that there's been trouble filling at uh at my at my job and someone asked me today. They were like, "Do you know anybody that could?" And I was like, "You know what? I actually do know. I actually do know somebody that could fill this that could fill this role." And I'll I'll let them know. I'll I'll let them know if you know I'll I'll reach out to them and see if they're available. But this is a job that it's posted, it's available, but they've had trouble filling it, and so now it's gonna get you know if 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 they end up liking this person, that job is going to be filled informally. It's not going to be filled through the formal application process, which is interesting. Yeah, definitely. And so one of the biggest things that we get about this is that not everyone has a network. We get it. All right. Well, if you don't have a network, start building one. I think people think of network too formally too. A network is just people you know. It's not necessarily these like formal networking connection. Like, you know, it's not all that. It's just people that can know. Be, though. It can be, but sometimes it's just people that know you. And so I think I think in a lot of ways, people think of network too formally. And, and it's actually just, it's anyone that you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just getting other people out there with their ear to the ground. That'll think of you. Most people want to help. Yeah, exactly. And so that's a good point. But if you don't have a network, okay, that's fine. There's there, you can do any one of these other things as well. Or mm -hmm. if, if, like I said, you don't want to say your network, all your professional contacts, you don't, you also don't want them to know that you're leaving your job for whatever reason, because it's going to get back to your boss or anything like that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. We can do any one of the other ones. So the next one is going to be online communities. And 
being active in an online community in your industry can be super helpful. Not only can you learn a lot about the industry, but then you make a lot of connections there. And sure, for a lot of the communities, you might be under a pseudonym. But those connections are still strong. If you are in this pseudonymous environment like Reddit or some other online community, a Discord or something, Mm -hmm. you can take it into direct messages and... Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself and trade your actual information. And And, it happens all the time. And remember that people want... Most people want to help if they can. It's, It's just how people are. And in certain online communities, they allow employers to post job listings. Yes. And a lot of times they do this because the employer does not have the budget to post on larger job boards. Um, And they or they're part of the community and they know that there's people in there that could fill those roles. Um, I'm a part of a few different Slack slash Discord groups where this happens a lot. Um, A lot of people don't know, but it's expensive. It can be very costly for an employer to post a job on job board. Like posting on LinkedIn is very expensive. And um, a lot of people just don't they don't know that. I think a lot of people think that posting on LinkedIn job listings is free and it's definitely not. Yeah. And well, not only that though, is more than that, is that these online communities, if you know, say you're in a marketing community, why am I going to post it on LinkedIn? Okay. N- never mind the money. Money is money aside. And just hope that the right people see it. When you post it in a marketing group or and get know, marketers. Exactly. If you're in this marketing community, why not just post my job listing in that community? And now I'm going to get probably more qualified, more targeted. People who are on the same page as applicants. you. Because they're in the same community as you. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you're not a part of any of these online communities already, you know, some of the places that you could look is like Reddit, Facebook groups. Those are, those are really um, common, a good place to start is just by Googling. And you literally just type into Google your industry online community. And I know a lot of us don't really go on Facebook anymore, but this is actually kind of um, one of my secret uh, under underground superpowers is Facebook is Facebook groups like Facebook neighborhood groups. You will not believe what people will do in those groups. They'll post all kinds of stuff and they'll help and they'll bend over backwards to help. And that's that's a huge that's a huge thing. Definitely go in, add yourself to your local groups, add yourself to your neighborhood groups, wherever you are. This is also a good way to meet people in your community. If you're new somewhere, or if you don't feel like you have connections to anyone, this is a great way to sort of get involved and see what's going on and just see like the pulse of things, see when people post work or jobs or what have you. It's an awesome way to do it. Yeah, definitely. And another thing you could do is you could create your own professional community. Ooh. So that takes a lot of time and energy, but... But you could. It can be helpful to further your own career and others who join the community. It's definitely an idea, but there's a lot more into running a community than there is to just being a member of it. We talk a little bit about online community building in episode 47, 
you guys want to go back and listen to that and we'll put show- links to everything in the show notes and degreefree.co slash podcast and moving on to the next thing that we could do is we could look at job fairs mm-hmm. and so this is like super old school but you could just bring copies of your resume look up a job fair first i mean don't just go to down to your local convention center on a saturday and hope that it's job fair right it'll exactly. be comic-con yeah <laughs> it's always comic-con right exactly <laughs> and so look up when your next local job fair is and I think that they do virtual job fairs now too. Yes, that's very common. Right. And actually, one of those paid communities is a good place to find one of those. They're the, they're the type of places that run virtual job fairs because they're targeted. Yeah. So depending on the role, company, job, industry, some companies do on-the-spot interviews at job fairs. Some companies even do on-the-spot hiring. They they do. That's still done for those of you who, who don't believe it. That, that still does happen. What job fairs are really good at is getting in front of people. It's just getting in front of a person. I mean, virtual with job fairs too, but I'm I'm more talking physical. Yeah, shake their hand, look them in the eye so they know what your face looks like. Right. You can actually see a person. They can see you. You can see if you want to work there. Mm-hmm. They can see if they want to work with you. I can hear people now just going, oh, boomers. But I'm serious. There is something There is something to this. So yeah, job fairs are a great place. Pretty straightforward. But a lot of people nowadays don't want to leave their house, which I understand. But if you don't want to leave your house, other people don't want to leave their house too. So you should probably go and do what other people aren't doing. Which brings us to the next thing which is using the company's website. Yeah, this is a big one. So this is a really good, we've talked, and we've talked about this before too, but especially if you have a company in mind that you'd like to work for, or you're doing research, you're doing job research and you see uh, a listing and it's a company website, this is really good for local companies too, or smaller regional companies, go to their actual website and apply via their their actual website and apply via their actual website because that is the most direct line to them hiring you. Um, other than physically going in possibly and taking your resume, if it's a, like I said, a regional or a local company. Um, but they do keep these up to date because it's a smaller, it's usually a smaller, it's a smaller company. Go to their actual website, look at their native job listings on their actual website. Even if it's an old website, you know what I mean? A good example of this would be like a, a law office. Go to their website and go to careers on this small law office website and see what's there and then apply there. What a lot of people don't know is that same thing what we said about Indeed or rather LinkedIn, but both of those places, you have to pay to list your job listing on for companies to, li- to list their job opening on their own website, that's free. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the smaller companies, small businesses are going to have a career section on their own website. And why? Because it's free and then and they don't have to pay anybody. And so those listings are going to be the freshest. They're, they're not going to be, I mean, I think we've all clicked on a apply now 
on some some job board and it takes you and the listing isn't even there anymore this job is expired blah 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 blah. right and so if we know that it's on the if it's on the company's website i mean it could still be expired too maybe the hr person didn't take it off or the web dev didn't take it off Mm -hmm. whatever but it's got the best chance at being accurate and there are some websites that are scraped by job board and so maybe they're scraped like once a day and then they're put into the job board. If you go to the website, you might be able to be one of the first applicants because it has it hasn't gotten aggregated to a job board yet. Also, if you go to company website, some companies, this is usually bigger companies, but they'll even allow you to create email notifications and email alerts when new job postings are posted. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good way to be the first one on the the first one, the first one in line, you're the first application that they get because you saw the email at five, you know, at, at seven Oh five and you had your application in at seven Oh eight, like, congratulations. Good job. You're the first one in there. Yeah, exactly. And the next one that we're going to be talking about is volunteering. Yeah, you can, you can volunteer if you want to. We're not big on this because we feel like you should get paid for your, for your work, but if you have exhausted other options, this is a good way to build a network. Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying and I and I agree with you. I'm not huge on volunteering either, but who am I to tell you what to do with your time? Very true. Like who am I to tell you what to do with your time? If you want to volunteer, go volunteer. Sure. Yeah, but I mean for work. If you need work. Uh, but um that's not this is just a way of finding jobs that aren't posted on job listings. That's true. That's true. That aren't posted on job boards. And so by volunteering, and it doesn't necessarily have to be at the company of which you're trying to work for, but but volunteering in a company in a nonprofit adjacent, yeah, exactly that that does something similar, and by meeting those connections, you're like, oh yeah, well I'm kind of looking for work in X, and I'm kind of looking for work in Y, and now you're top of mind, exactly. Mm. And so while I hear what you're saying, yeah, we want to pay people for work and and everything like that like who, who are we to tell you what to do volunteer go go for it yeah and we're just talking about being able to find jobs that are not on job boards mm-hmm. and a lot of times if you are volunteering depending on what you're volunteering for you might be with people that you wouldn't normally have access to that is true and so Say, let's use something completely unrelated. So say you're at a beach cleanup or church, whatever, a church fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And there's this big, big wig at this marketing firm, vice president somewhere. And you and him are... Picking up bottles. Picking up trash together. Mm. And you're trying to get into a marketing role at a company. Mm-hmm. Never mind his company. I mean, his company would be great. Any company would be great. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for a job. But now you're on the same level and you can talk while you pick up trash. Mm-hmm. You can talk while you sell lemonade. Right. No, that's a good point. You make you make a good point. You make a good point. Right. And so, and then depending on how you're volunteering, you could also learn new skills, right? So the thing here is that meeting new people and learning new skills. I think that's, I think depending on where you do it, depending on how you do it, it can definitely be worth it. 
that's a good one so next would be temp agencies or recruiters this is this is i think an underrated way to find a job i've actually known people that have gotten good work through temping and it just turned into a permanent position um but this is a good way to just if you want work and you want to get you want to get in somewhere go to a temp agency and let them send you somewhere yeah or a recruiter yeah and it's just what we're doing here is we're just outsourcing our search to someone else someone else yeah let the agency do it for you let the recruiter do it for you and you just do work yeah and so this one's going to require a bit of googling we won't spend a ton of time on it here but highly just, dependent on where you are too right exactly and so and and it's highly dependent on on where you are what you're doing what you're doing what industry what industry you're in what job roles and so it's it gets very targeted or very nuanced very quickly. So the best advice is go do some Googling. <laughs> right. You're just going to, you're just going to have to Google here. And so the last one that we wanted to talk about is targeting small businesses. And this is huge, especially for people that are trying to get into a certain industry, like trying to transition their career and get into a new job in a certain industry. They want to learn a specific, yeah. Like what comes to mind here is uh, like bike shops and bakeries and lock locksmith locksmith stores. You know, uh, people that fix clocks. It doesn't matter. But go in, ask if ask what they need, because uh, most small business owners need something. <laughs> Usually, they need labor. They do need help. They don't always have a lot of money. Uh, which is the, which is the constant, the constant rub, but depending on what you know about the business, especially if this is a small business where, where you are and you see that they're busy and you see that they're growing, you know, and, and you're like, Hey, I can help you do this. Or do you need this done? Or I see that you need this done and I want to do it for you. This is a great way for you to create your own job or get them to make a job for you basically. Yeah. These places around the corner or whatever, you could literally just walk in there. Just walk in there and ask, are you hiring? Maybe don't even say that, but say, I'm trying to get into this industry or I'm this type of professional. I do this type of work. I think that you could use it. Here are some ideas that I have. And you just give them a list of ideas that you have. Mm -hmm. And with a lot of these businesses, a lot of them don't post job openings. Or if one, they do, they do it on Craigslist too late. One, because it's expensive to post job listings. And then two, they might not even know that they need help. Or they might know that they need help, but they don't have time to create a formal job listing because they're so busy with their own work. That is the most small business owner thing I've ever heard, I think. Right. And so if somebody <laughs> shows up and says, hey, I can do this, this, and this, and that's exactly what they need. Perfect. Now okay. they don't even have to think about it. Exactly. And now, and now all you have to do is worry about money, mm -hmm. right? And now, and now you have to negotiate. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great way to get your foot in the door though. If you want to learn something or you want to work for a specific type of business. Um, and yeah, it's a great way to just cut right around other people who are trying to get into the same, the same industry, but you can do it in an alternative way. What is important to note here 
with a lot of small business owners, they struggle with finding good workers. Like that is their number one trouble. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of small business owners, they're willing to train. Yeah. They, they very much so. If they can find somebody they're willing to trust. (laughs) Yeah. They're will, they're willing to train as long as you just aren't shitty. Yep. Aren't shitty. Yep. Aren't shitty. Yep. Learn to, because if depending on what you're able to do and what you're able to learn, if you can help a business grow, you're going to have a lot of times, a lot of leeway. Uh, if you can build trust with whoever's running or, or whoever owns the business. And if you can help them, there's going to be, there's going to be trust. There's going to be autonomy. You know, you're going to be able to, to do stuff and learn stuff. It's going to be very cool. Yeah, definitely. And, um, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Yeah. If you want to get our newsletter, then uh, run on over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to sign up to get a weekly email from Ryan and I about degree-free jobs, degree-free resources, and stuff that we think is cool. Please consider leaving us a review wherever it is that you get your podcast. And please reach out, guys. If you guys ever um, have any questions or anything like that, contact at degreefree.co. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Send us an email. Let us know what what you're thinking. Let us know how we can help. Let us uh, know if you have any ideas for the podcast or anything. Just say hi. All right. Until next time, guys. Aloha.